This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you on this Tuesday evening. The Magic Ball in what was an electric basketball game. What an atmosphere inside American Airlines Center. But the Magic Fall, unfortunately, to the Dallas Mavericks, 131 to 129. They can't survive a 12-point third quarter, even though they bounce back with a 40-point fourth quarter. But too much Luka Doncic, as you might expect, the entire NBA world is saying that right now. 45 points, 9 rebounds, 15 assists. The list is very small. People that have had multiple 45-point games, 45-15 assists, basketball games and he joins that list but Jake I think probably the most frustrating thing you get 36 points from Paolo Bancari you get 20 points from Anthony Black and his homecoming and 21 points from Franz Wagner you can survive the big night from Luka Doncic much like you did the big night from Devin Booker a couple of nights ago you absolutely cannot have 36 points from Tim Hardaway Jr and if you do you cannot have 20 points from Jaden Hardy coming in off the bench and then another 20 from Derek Lively. It was as as electric as a basketball game as that was, and as fun as it was offensively, that was a giant defensive letdown, unfortunately, for the Orlando Magic last night. Yeah, that was frustrating. Hardy was the one in the first half who who sort of carried that because in the first half, and we're going to talk about this, I'm sure, um, Luca was struggling. And I even said in the pregame, I said, let him get his points. If there's any way we can keep him out of double-digit assists, that's going to be the big thing. You just can't let, oh, you know, Two and three of its teammates get rolling, and and many of them were rolling last night. Not just you know Derek Lively was getting uh, it was eight of nine finished with twenty points. Hardaway Jr. Obviously, I mean he slides in this starting lineup. That's that's the scouting report on that guy. That's what that guy does, and he did what he does. Uh, he was five of nine at thirty six points. The free throws are what was so frustrating. He shot eleven free throws. That's what Lucas supposed to shoot. Lucas shot eleven. Plus 10. He was 18 of 21 at the free throw line. Um, so that was frustrating. Look, I was really impressed with Jaden Hardy. He was really good in the first half. Um, but it was it was a game that, boy, that was one that I was, I, I, I couldn't get on the air afterwards. And I, I was just really frustrated after that game. That is one you let get away. Yeah. That, boy, it just felt like, Andy, look, there's a whole bunch of built-in excuses, obviously. Second end of a back-to-back. That's you know you can make the argument that on any given day that's the best player in the world on the other side wearing number seventy seven, um, but boy we had a really good opportunity to win that game and it was one really bad quarter and then as we always do we hang around and then you have the and we'll get into it I'm sure but you have the the something I've never seen before four to make three a flagrant on Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> looked like he broke Derek Lively's nose and I know he felt bad about it. Um, and I, I, I don't like the fact that we're calling those flagrant fouls when it's clearly not intentional, but I understand why that's the rule. But then you thought the game was over. I mean, you're down four, and I, I got to go back through it in my head. 
You're down four with not a whole lot of time left. You end up trapping and stealing the ball. Amazing. Um, backcourt. I mean, the, the team just didn't go. It was an amazing basketball game, but it was really frustrating because you played well enough to steal a really difficult road win last night, and you came up short. Well, it was an incredible chess match back and forth. I mean, uh, you know, you, you get the turnover uh, on Tim Hardaway Jr., and then, uh, yes, you, you, you're, it's a it's four-point game, and then you, you end up scoring a basket to get it to two, and you're playing the back and forth. And I mean, it's just an incredible chess match back and forth in that regard. But it, it almost feels like, Jake, there's there's been so many times this year that, you know, if there wasn't bad luck, there wouldn't be any luck at all. You right. know, Paulo Bancaro with the incredible putback in, in Miami hasn't slipped through his hands. Yeah, now you have the incredible win against Phoenix. You have that unbelievable win against Denver on the road. You've had some, you know, you beat the Boston Celtics big time. You've had some unbelievable wins. But then you have, I mean, Derek Lively Jr. loses the basketball and you can't get it. And, and then you compound it by not being able to get the loose ball by elbowing him in the face, breaking his nose and setting him to the free throw line. And it's a flagrant foul, so you get two shots for that. And uh, you're already in the bonus, or he already gets his two shots uh, as far as that goes. So... Uh, but, but you know, the Tim Hardaway Jr., he gets by Jalen Suggs, you follow him from behind. You know, you hit him on the you hit him on the elbow and the head. You know, there, there's just no need for that. It, there's, there's a lot of carelessness. Th this game can, comes down to one decision, you know, one decision a lot of times. It comes down to one shot. And unfortunately, you know, that 12-point that third quarter, you, you just couldn't overcome. They outscore you 35-12, to 12, and you're thinking – you know, and this is what happened in the first game. And I had mentioned in the second quarter, first time we saw Dallas, you were up by 13 at the half. They completely changed what they did defensively. It flustered you. You just obviously can't have that happen again because you got to learn your lesson. And you come out, you change your defense. I, I don't know why a zone is impenetrable for this Magic team. I, I don't know why. I don't know what's changed. But there's just no movement. They just are, are unable to get movement and crack that zone. But... Regardless, through all of that, I mean, that team shot 62% from the floor. I, I don't remember a team shooting 60% from the floor against the Magic. And you, where you were so good defensively against Phoenix the very night before, it's just a complete meltdown on the on the defensive end. 8 of 9 for Jaden Hardy and 8 of 9 for Derek Lively. That's what those guys do. They come in and give you instant offense. Uh, and you weren't ready for any of it. And that's what's disappointing is not knowing your personnel and not being ready. Uh, that being said, Frustrating as that was, young Anthony Black coming back home to Dallas, Texas, 7 of 9 from the floor. He knocks down his first seven shots. It felt like the Magic were going to beat Dallas on the you know on the road, on their home floor, and it felt like the kid coming back to Dallas, Texas was going to be the reason why. Yeah, he was awesome. And he's like, he, he's kind of a rhythm shooter, isn't he? I mean, he, he's got these games. You think back yeah, to, right. to the beginning of the season, he, he, his, his debut. There's these games where he's not touching rim, and he's just knocking him down. And then, of course, we know all the other things he does. Um, that was pretty cool. That was an interesting, a, a fun aspect of the story. He gets lost, of course. Um, but you're right. Like, for for the first, uh, what, two quarters of, of that basketball game, I'm going, okay, this is we, – we got a nice storyline here. We got J.I. in the starting lineup, A.B. coming off the bench. whole bunch of, uh, of fun stuff to get to. Um and and it really felt like look. I also thought, like, okay, they went to a zone in the, in the second half. I thought we just stopped. I thought we played prevent offense, basically. Yeah, I don't know. We got a lead, and now all of a sudden yes. we're trying to burn clock, and we just got away from the aggression. I thought um, that that we had in the first half, and it, it a whole lot of settling. Put it that way. A whole lot of passing the ball back and forth. Okay, your turn, my turn. I'm going to take a long two here. 
Just a lot of empty possessions. We go four for twenty. You go a zone before. I know we know. I know. You know. You know. We know how to do that. It's four for twenty. Four for twenty was what you shot in that in that third quarter. You start one for ten. And, you know, Anthony Black, we had the walk-off with him, and he said, well, we just got to make them call the first time out. You know, you want to come back and show the aggression. You want to come out and start the third quarter, and you want to be the team that hits first. He hits the first two free throws. Um, and, and you were playing great defense. Dallas couldn't get anything going offensively. But then, you know, we haven't guarded. Tim Hardaway is the, one of those other guys we haven't guarded since he's been in the NBA. Yeah. And this, that was proof in the pudding last night. I mean, the third time in his career he's gone for 30 or more against the Orlando Magic, and he was 11 of 17. And I think the other thing too, Jake, if, if you want to get to get where you want to go, right, it's protecting the basketball, and you did a solid job of that uh, last night, just 12 turnovers. That's the team that's the best in the NBA at protecting the basketball, 12 a game. You forced 15 turnovers for 24, 24 points off turnovers. You did a great job generating offense with your defense. The fouling is maddening, Jake, and, and I and – I, you know, some of them are ticky-tack fouls, and I get it. And there's going to be conspiracy theorists, and Magic fans get all bent out of shape when you talk about uh, the free throw disparity and, and fouling and not getting calls. But that that was not the case last night. I mean, there there was a couple that might have been ticky-tack, but they went both ways. And the reaching in at the last second and fouling somebody and the lack of awareness at times, uh, knowing score, knowing situation, following a guy 50 feet from the basket because you're trying to make a play, um, they're just careless. Careless, careless fouls. You had 33 personal fouls called on you last night. 33. I mean, that is, that is so difficult to overcome. And they go to the free throw line 43 times to your 28. And I know Luka Doncic is a big part of that, but you sent him to the line 21 times. In the game that he had 73 points, he went to the line 16 times. The fouling, they have got to get a handle on it. Yeah, and it's you know it's funny because it always seems like it's games like these where maybe I get duped because I'm sitting there just trying to call the game and with Trey Young or Luca or Jimmy or Embiid the foul hunters and they're and they're good at it. I feel like we I feel like we get trapped we get sucked into it and so do the refs and there's a little bit of that. But then I feel like we they throw us off kilter and and because there's so much attention being paid to those guys. We do those silly things that we don't do else at other times. For instance, that Jalen Powell is a perfect example because as I'm calling that, it looked like Jalen sidestepped him and then tried. You know, he sort of got his body out of the way, and you can't see it. Dante, I'm calling it off sure. the line. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly because it was such a soft foul. It was such a touch right. foul, and right. it was such a needless one that Jalen typically does not make that mistake to go over. I mean, he he touched him on the head as. <laughs> he touched him on the, he touched him on the head and then grazed his arm and so now you've got a you've got a shooter that's in the air that is going to get that call a hundred times out of a hundred times out of a hundred and I was like I, I was like he barely he didn't even touch him and then they showed the replay and I said oh yes you <laughs> um and then but the other part is with a, with a Luca or a Trey these guys are good enough to make those shots like if you're gonna follow him you gotta follow him and it yeah, just feels true. like you're always a little bit I think they're just so good at getting you leaning one way or the other. There was a few of those rip-throughs and where he's he's very clearly seeking contact that I think they got to do something about. Those ones are so frustrating. I think Wendell picked up one or two of those. Um, Franz had a few where I'm going. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. That's the guy's supposed to do. And then, you know, D, we don't get it back the other way. I mean, I there the last two nights, there have been clear as day. Grayson Allen had one on Sunday. I, I wish I could recall who had it last night. Where I mean, we're talking – 
you can hear it on the telecast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Paulo Bencaro gets such a weak whistle, Wendell the same way. I mean, just give us a chance at the other end, and it feels like at times we don't get it because we do play teams like that. We play as physically as we need to play. Yes, yes, um, yes, but yes, but, uh, but a lot of times it feels like we're on the short end of the stick in that regard, and, and you just got to get smarter. You got to get your reps up. You got to earn your respect. I understand all that. But in the moment, it is very frustrating. No, but a foul is a foul. A foul is a foul. A foul is a foul. A foul. You know what? You know the the one they called on Lively where he bumped uh, Paolo and he went to the line for two free throws. I didn't think that was a foul. There, there there were a couple that went that that I I think went Orlando's way, and it and it it goes. The whistle tends to go with the team that's the most physical. I thought the Magic got away with a ton. I thought they fouled Derek Lively three times before the elbow that came from Wendell Carter Jr. I mean that was if you're calling any one of those then Wendell wouldn't have had time to elbow. I mean, that was a huge miss because then that full sequence doesn't happen. Um, but then the Magic had a five-point possession. You know, he had an illegal defense, and then you had a technical foul called on Tim Hardaway, and then you hit a three. So you had a five-point uh, five possession of your own. So to me, until all of that gets worked out, there are just a couple of things that you can do to help yourself. And it's not fouling as much as we do, uh, you know, and, it, and it's, it's knowing – when a guy comes in off the bench, that this guy's job is to come in and score and, and to know where Jaden Hardy is at all times and to never leave Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, there's there's seven. Never leave him. They should be guarding him right now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, I mean, leave Grant Williams and Josh Green, but never Tim Hardaway Jr. Never. And maybe they are. And maybe they are. We have no idea. But it, it the, I think the frustrating thing is that all set up to be as impressive a win as you were going to have. Uh, possibly to this point, because you 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 would have had a back to back against Phoenix and Dallas, uh, but unfortunately it doesn't go your way. So the Magic falling last night to the Dallas Mavericks. Come to the Kia Center for India Day on Saturday, February tenth, to celebrate the culture of India with special performances and activities beginning at the pregame fan fest on Church Street. Plus, your Orlando Magic will face off against the Bulls in a game you won't want to miss. Grab your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com. More Magic Drive Time when we return in a moment. Celebrate the Orlando Magic's 35th anniversary season presented by Advent Health by being a part of Classic Nights at Kia Center. Each Classic Night will feature unique entertainment, throwback music, and more. Plus, cheer on the Magic as they take the Classic Court in the retro-looking Classic Edition uniforms. Secure your tickets for Classic Nights and learn more about the 35th anniversary celebration at orlandomagic.com anniversary. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. No matter where you are for tip-off, you're going to see a lot of this play. The game is on. Just outstanding. Good for three. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Oh, my goodness. Be here for the excitement. Off the charts. The thrills. Slams it in. The rivalries. Put that on your highlight reel, young fella. young fella. Be here for the moments that shape our season. Stream the magic all season long on the Belly Sports app. Now listen up. In business, to have a winning streak, you need a dependable partner by your side. 
a lasting relationship where business needs meet personal solutions and expectations are always exceeded. When it comes to agility and performance, City National Bank, the official bank of the Orlando Magic, has the playbook to help you take your best shot. Visit citynational.com for more information. City National Bank is member FDIC. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low-sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X-Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on, what? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive, intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah, bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and our driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Orlando Magic. This is Coach Mose of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman here with you. Let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Ring Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device. With Clip by Ring Central, visit Clip.com to learn more. Jake, by call of the game, Paolo Bancaro is, uh, this guy is a, he is going to be, if, if he isn't already, a generational player. And I know what Luka Doncic is doing is otherworldly, but this guy is starting to figure things out. He's making the right play seemingly every time he gets the basketball in his hands. He's 24th in the NBA in fourth quarter scoring, right? So if you look at tw- if you look at total points, we know what he's doing in the clutch. He's one of the top 10 uh, point scorers in the clutch in the NBA. But you look at fourth quarter scoring, he's 24th. On the road, total fourth quarter points, he's now top five in the NBA. And that, to me, says, you know, a, I don't say anybody because it, it takes a special person to lead, uh, to be one of the leaders in fourth quarter scoring. But... You know, to, to do it at home, you would understand that, right? There's a guy that comes through, he's got the crowd behind him, big moments, able to put the team on his back. But to have the mentality to go on the road and say, I'm going to be the guy uh, that gets us this victory tonight. He had 14 more points in the fourth quarter. Now, he struggled mightily in the third, and he'll be the first one to tell you, didn't score a point in the third, but the whole Magic team only scored 13 points. 
Yeah. But there's something about this guy when you get to the fourth quarter that he gives you a chance every single night, and he did it again last night. You were down by seven to start the fourth quarter. You start an 8-0 run, you're in the lead. And a lot of that was him. He assisted or scored on all eight of those points. Just phenomenal what we're watching in the development of Paulo Bancaro right now. And Franz got hot in the fourth quarter, and it always seems yes. like when Franz is at his best, Paulo is feeding him or vice versa. Like they're that too many. They were running that side pick and roll with the two of them last night over and over again. That was the matchup Coach Mosley wanted. It was working. Um, he is he's a killer, man. And and you're right. Like it takes a special it takes a special mentality to want to be that guy that go on the road and and shut up an arena. Yes. And last night, I mean, I I I wasn't there, but I could tell it was pretty electric in that building last it night. Pretty loud. It was. I mean, it was juice. It was seats for soldiers' night. I mean, it seemed like yes, yes, yes. there was a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of energy in that building. And so, yeah, like not you know, it's not me against five. It's not me against eight. It's me against nineteen thousand. And Paulo Bancaro wants that, like night in and night out. That does. It takes a special. It's got like a unique type of DNA. And I just love what a good teammate he is. I mean, you can tell how much it matters to him when uh, when his teammates succeed or when they fail. Like, he's you can yeah, see yeah. communicating more so this year. Um, he's really sliding into that role. And so it is frustrating. It was cool to see the two of them, you know, the last couple of nights, it's been Paulo going toe-to-toe with the the world's best players. And, yes, exactly. And, and he's held his own. I mean, he he's next, that's for sure. Um, gotta get the free throws up. Got, got to get. The yep. Free throws yep. No up. question. Because that that'll be the difference. Like he'll be, yes, you know, he'll right. be he'll be up around thirty points a game if he's shooting around 80 percent at the free throw line. It, because he gets to the free throw line that much. Um, I was looking yesterday, month of January. I mean, it, we knew about the usage and everything, but I think he scored the six. This was going into last night's game. Six most most points in the league in the month of January. Third most free throw attempts in the month of January, six most, most free throw makes. And then you look down, he's like 24th in the league in assists heading into last night's game. So, like, that, he, he's had an all-star start to the season for sure, but I think January at the very least was, like, kind of stamped his ticket. We'll find out in a couple of days. No, I would totally agree. I mean, that's right. We find out on Thursday if he's going to make it as a as an all-star reserve, and we fully expect he would. Last thing, Luka Doncic. I mean, we're, we're watching greatness right now, and – they did an unbelievable job defensively. I, I, you know, I credit Jonathan Isaac. He came out and set the tone. Not, not quite sure if, if he just wasn't comfortable going the, going the full way through on the second night of a back-to-back. But he ends up not coming back for the second half. You knew there wouldn't be a ton of minutes because he played uh, 23 minutes, his most minutes uh, since December of 19 is what he played the night before. So you weren't going to play a huge amount of minutes. But he came out. And I thought maybe set the tone defensively uh, with what the Magic were able to do in the first half. But unfortunately. He kind of got away from all of that. I mean, to a, to score 129 points and lose uh, is certainly frustrating. But what we're watching with Luka Doncic, there was times, Jake, there was phenomenal defense, and he still scored, still shot it over whoever. Paolo Bancaro sat down and guarded him last night. I mean, I thought that was an unbelievable defensive effort that he showed, but he went over, around, and through guys. And some of those passes, Jake, to Grant Williams in the corner, he never looked at him. The lob to Derek Lively Jr., he never looked at him. He has one. Uh, the the alley oop dunk that yeah. <laughs> the whole the whole first half that was half their half their offense was lively getting yeah. getting loose for for dunks. Anyway, so I cut you off. No, but you're right. But you're right. But I the, not only the way he scores, but the way he sets up his teammates. I mean, it was awfully uh, you know obviously it came at our expense, which you don't like. 
But that was incredible to watch how that guy just picks teams apart. It really yeah. is. And we can talk about Tim Hardaway Jr. You got to stay glued to him. When 77's on the floor, I love the term <laughs> gravity, right? Uh, heliocentricity. He's just, yep. he's just, he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a planet. He, you, he, he has this draw and everybody, he's got to have 10 cent, five, uh, five sets of eyes on him, 10 eyes on him. And so, uh, yes, you can you can stay on the uh, weak side and stay glued to Tim Hardaway Jr. As soon as Luke is working his way down the, the the right side of the lane, everybody has got to suck in, and that's just the way it works. And so, if you suck too far in, you got Hardaway Jr. on the weak side. If you if you leave the middle of the lane open, you got Lively, um, you know, working through for a for a lob. And Luca is he can he can turn and fade and still not know if he's going to shoot or pass it across court. Or oh, amazing lob, and he does it all, and he doesn't like he jumps very high. He just does it all so smoothly, and he I, I don't know. It's it's a it's really frustrating when you're playing against him. Eighty other games a year, it's it's incredible to watch and very enjoyable to watch. <laughs> the foul hunting, though, I'm I'm about I'm about done. Yeah, I don't. He's not quite Trey and Harden, but he's getting there. No, and I don't like the foul hunting, and and I don't like the complaining. But our guys complain Wait. too. There's a lot of complaining, yeah. and, I, and I think I don't think that helps you at the end of the day as well. So that's something that a young team kind of has to navigate as well. But when you feel you haven't gotten the benefit of the whistle, as, you know, as much as this team has, uh, I certainly understand as well. So anyway, tough way to start the trip. You're you're 0-1 now against the Dallas Mavericks, and next up tomorrow against uh, the San Antonio Spurs. And our first look at Victor Wembanyama, and we'll have it for you right here on 96.9 The Game. All right, have a great night, everybody. We're back tomorrow, 6 o'clock, right here, 96.9 The Game. Orlando Magic fans, join the team for their Black History Month celebration game on Thursday, February 8th at the newly renamed Kia Center. See the Magic take on Victor Wimbanyama and the San Antonio Spurs during their only visit to Orlando this season and enjoy a great night and occasion as they pay tribute to the remarkable achievements, contributions, and resilience of the black community throughout history. Don't miss out. Get your tickets today at orlandomagic.com.